back and I'm so happy. Y'all, can I just hate on Takesha for a little bit? She left me by myself for a whole month and a half. Like, I feel like that's real bogus, but love her dearly. But she left me, I she did. left you there by herself for a whole month and a half. I did. I'm just saying. I did. I did. You did. You did. But we are back, y'all. The, the duo is back and we are going to have some fun on tonight. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I am Jerry Alicia. I am a author, a coach and mentor. Um, I have a current coaching program is Wait With purpose where I teach women who are struggling with infertility how to wait while, how to wait well while they're waiting on the things that God has promised them. I am also a graphic designer, a web designer, all those things. I am all those things. Takesha, who are you, child? Hey, boo. Hey, listen, I am so excited to be back. Um, it is such a great night and a great topic, but I am Takesha. I am a wife of 17 years. It is my most proud accomplishment outside of being Jesus's daughter and my children. And I am by day in the finance industry. And, you know, in my real life, I am a strategic coach assisting women and wives with getting goals done, helping them to walk into their true identity so that they can can uh, cancel out the assignment of the enemy and walk fully into what God has called them to do. And I love being able to do that on so many in so many ways and on so many platforms. Well, then, OK. So, y'all, tonight we are going, number one, let's start off by saying Happy New Year. And I know it's not December 31st. I know it's not January 1st, but it's going to make sense in just a second. Just roll with it. So, Takesha, Happy New Year, girl. Happy New Year, girl. I am super excited about this conversation because I think that it is so key and so critical moving into this fourth quarter. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, and and so tonight, y'all, we're going to be talking about goal setting. So, you know, 99% of the population, we we wait until Jane, the, the, the clock strikes midnight on January 1st to start setting goals for the year, right? We do not, we do not set goals in advance. We're like, okay, January 1st, we're going to set goals for the rest of the year. But I got a question though. What if we just started now? Like, what could we accomplish if we actually started working towards our goals now? Like, what, what could we actually do if we started now? So I'm super excited to talk about this night because I think the God really does want us to be proactive about goal setting, even though the Bible tells us that he's the one that orders ourselves. He still wants us to set the goals, but we don't have to wait to the last minute to set them. So how do you feel about that, Takesha? Absolutely. You know, as it's so funny um, that I love to help people with strategy, but I do not like the process of things. And what I understand to be true is that whether you like process, whether you like strategy, whether you like planning or not, it is required for us to have some sort of plan in order to be successful in our lives, in our businesses, in our careers, in our faith, right? In our families, in our marriages, having a goal, like a, a foreshadowing or even a, a forward look of what you hope to accomplish in this life is absolutely necessary. So this conversation is going to be so good. So good. Yes, yes. So where do you want to start in this conversation? Because we can start 
at a lot of places. But what do you like? What do you? I think we should start with some definitions. That's because go for it. Yeah. In order for us to set goals, we got to know what goals are. So for those of y'all that don't know, um, Google is my absolute best friend in the whole <laughs> wide world. Um, I use Google all the time. And so I was on, you know, I was talking to my friend Google earlier today and I was looking up the word goals and I found three different definitions from three different sources. So I got one definition from Google, one definition from Wikipedia, and one definition from dictionary.com. I told you, I was doing a lot this today, but just just it's gonna make sense, I promise. So the definition of goals from Google is the object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, the definition from Wikipedia says that goals are an idea of the future or desired result that a person or group of people envision, plan, and commit to achieve. Okay, Wikipedia. All right. Um, and then dictionary.com says that goals are the result of or achievements toward which effort is directed. That kind of got me. That last part kind of got me because it says where effort is directed. I think mm-hmm. that's the part we get stuck with the goals. Absolutely. That effort and that direction, right? We could break that down. Effort and direction is so key with us when we are establishing goals because if there is no effort, right, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. And if there is no direction, even if you have effort, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. Right. And so when we are thinking about goals, one of the things I absolutely love and who, you know, Jerry, I talk a lot about goals. I, it's always a part of my conversation because it's necessary. Right. And one of the things that I absolutely love is even, you know, I know that it's a familiar passage of scripture. I know that people quote it a lot. And it's coming from Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says um, in the King James Version, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. What I love about this scripture is that God himself has a goal in mind when he's considering us. Mm. Right. He, He has a goal in mind. He has a goal to bring us. Where? What's the direction that he's taking us to? He's guiding us and directing us to an expected end, one of peace, right? Not of evil, but one of peace, right? Where we live an abundant life. And so if God has goals, we should also have goals. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. So I have a love-hate relationship with goal setting. Like in theory, I like it because I know it's going to allow me to be more effective, to be more efficient and all that good things. But actually putting like goals in place, I don't, I don't like it. It's not my favorite thing to do. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely have a love hate relationship with goal setting, but I think that God wants us. I think it's a maturity thing. If we're just being like, if we're being real, it's a maturity thing. Like we can be really immature when it comes to goals. Um, but I think God wants us to get to a a place in our maturity that we understand the importance of goals, but not just understand the importance, but we actually implement, you know, what we know, right? So if we're if we're setting a goal, 
Like, don't procrastinate to the last minute to set the goal. Like, let's do it now. Um, because if we do it now, um, if we do it now, then there's a greater chance of success because we're, we're proactive about this thing. I think that when we get to January 1st, that's when we start being reactive. We're, we're reacting to the day. Oh, it's another year. Now I have to do something. Well, sis, if you start the year before, you won't have, you won't have that anxiety when, when you think about the year, the time and all of that. And so I just think that we got to grow up, y'all. That's, that's, that's what I think. We got to grow up a little bit. Absolutely. And I think in addition to that, and I think that's a great point of, you know, just kind of growing up and maturing and understanding that, you know, in order to get things done, you have to have a direction of, of where you want this thing to go. And so the reason why Jerry and I titled this broadcast, and it was just so fitting because we were talking about our comeback together, right? Jerry has been hosting uh, the Black Christian, Dear Christian Black Girl um, Clubhouse by herself because I had to take a step back um, just to get some things together. However, when we talked about this night, our comeback night, we were thinking about topics, what can we talk about? And we were like, happy new year right we are in the fourth quarter and what i understand is that goal setting you know can number one yeah you can be lazy and you can be immature but it can also be very intimidating mm -hmm. as a wife and as a mom as a business owner as an employee right it's the kind of thing that you can look at your life and realize i have so many goals right um by a show of hands or even in the comments how many you have have more than one goal that covers more than one area of your life it could be professionally, it could be personally, it could be relationally, it could be financially. And sometimes having so many goals or so many areas that you want to target can become extremely overwhelming. And so when we were talking about, you know, this night and it being Happy New Year, it was like, okay, listen, this is what we are going to do as Christian black girls as Christian black women is to your point, Jerry, we were going to be proactive in this thing, right? Mm -hmm. We were not going to wait for an opportunity to find us, but we were going to go forward and find opportunity. And then, you know, I, I think, I don't know if it was you or I, Jerry, that was like, well, wait a minute, the weekend of, you know, our, our comeback broadcast is the start of Rosh Hashanah. So, I think you mentioned that, but I forgot it. And I was in Coach Cassandra's room this morning, and uh, Anita actually mentioned that. And I was like, that's what Takesha was talking about. It so, is yes, the Jewish New were, Year. We were, yeah, it's the Jewish New Year this weekend, Saturday. It starts uh, Sunday. It starts on the, I believe Sunday, it starts yeah. on the 25th and goes through the 27th. So on the Jewish calendar, it is literally, we are walking into a new year. And Jerry and I were just like mind blown, like, oh my gosh, God is so amazing, right? These random thoughts that you think you have are so God inspired because, you know, God does not want us as his daughters behind the eight ball. And if you're anything like Jerry and I, you probably have great plans for your life. And even if you don't think about it as a plan, when you think about where you are today, and I believe Nakisa said it before, I think we were on one of her prayer calls and she said something to the effect um, of, I am graced to do what I'm called to do today. Like I have the grace to do what I'm called to do today or something in those lines. And so we have the grace to do what God is calling us to do 
but we got to get in gear. You know what I mean? Like we got to start moving forward, being proactive and saying, you know what? The life that I see for myself is so much bigger than where I am. And while I'm grateful and I'm graced for this place, I know that God is going to grace me for even greater. And that's where our goals come in. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. And so I just saw a, um, a comment from Nicole Aguilar. And she said, yes, got to have a goal if I want to move forward in the direction God wants me to go. To be honest, setting that goal is the easy part. Walking towards that is what's difficult. A lot of people avoid setting goals because of fear of failure. Nicole, you yes. are in my house. You are yes. talking about me. I'm going to need for you to not do that on this broadcast on tonight because that's me because I can I can set a goal but then like two months in I'd be like yeah no that's not what I'm doing I don't think that's what the Lord wants me to do like I, I just have all these excuses right but we have to get to a point where we execute execution yeah, is the key it is the key. I think I did a TikTok about that today or yesterday um, because on my TikTok page, I share just simple strategies to help us go from goal to done, right? And Nicole, to your point, that is so, so real. If we think about the vision board parties we went to at the end of uh, 2021 or at the top of 2022, we have these beautiful laid out vision boards. We probably have a journal that we wrote down our goals. And then what? Then what, right? And I think I, I saw something that said um, a goal without a plan and without execution is just a wish. Oh, okay. right. A goal without a plan and execution is just a wish. But what we can take from writing the goal is this. You did the hard part. The hard part was dreaming big enough to say, you know what? This could be better right? This could be improved. I can impact more lives. I can be blessed by God to do this thing so that I can be a blessing to other people. This could be better. And getting ourselves to dream and think outside of the box to walk towards that expected end we were talking about at the beginning of the broadcast in Jeremiah 29 and 11 requires that we first start with writing a thing. So once you write that thing down, you, you did the hard part. That really was the hardest part. And so tonight we're going to talk about that, that process and that execution and how to go from goal to done and how to look at yourself today and say, happy new year. Because by the time January comes, if you implement some of the things that Jerry and I will share with you tonight, you will be well ahead of the curve. Well, so when people are just starting their fitness journey, baby, you, you are two and a half months in. Right. You you are in that thing and you have a stride and you have a focus. And so, yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's good, though. That's good, um, because what we don't want is to get to January 1st and we're still talking about writing the goal down and we haven't done anything. Because then we're just going to be right back where we were uh, January 1st, 2022 and 21 and 20 and 19 and 18 and all these other years. Right. So so this year we want to do something different. Uh, one thing I, I have learned is that in order to get different results, you you got to have a different process because clearly the process that we have is not working. It's, it's just not. 
And so tonight, let's let's like set some real goals and let so if you if you need to get you a pen and paper, get your journal, get your notes out, whatever you got, whatever you need, whatever you got, get it out because we're gonna do some we're gonna do some work tonight. I know y'all didn't expect to come on here and get no homework, but here we are. Love y'all dearly. Um, but we want we want to be successful in this thing, and I think that we can do this in real time uh, so that we can actually see it and know that it's a thing right yep yep absolutely and so oh go ahead i was just gonna say and so if we're getting into it let's go ahead and get into it and so the first thing i want to do is pray over our minds um mm -hmm. father yes. god in the mighty name of jesus christ lord we bless you we honor you and we exalt you we thank you that you are god and you are god alone we thank you god that you are so creative that there is nothing that you can't do and because we bear your image because you made us in your image god we are able to have a creative genius like has never been seen before in the earth and so father we commit our plans to you your word tells us to commit our plans to you god and you would establish us so father we give you our plans we give them to you like little children uh taking our coloring papers and our vision boards and we hand them to you and say god what do you think because the only thing that we want in this lifetime is what you desire father we pray that every goal and every vision and every dream that we have will bring hearts minds and souls closer to you that by the work that we do somebody would be saved that somebody's life will be turned around miraculously for your grace and for your glory and so god we break the spirit of fear we break the spirit of poverty we break the chains and the bondage yes, that may have held us back and kept us from moving forward but we declare by faith tonight that it is a new year it is yes, a new Lord. season we yes, release Lord. the spirit of obedience we release yes, the spirit of in execution of we release it now in the name of jesus christ we release the spirit of community god yes, because Lord. sometimes we get caught up with not knowing where to go but we thank you father that you would put the right people in our paths so that we can get the thing done and we thank you for putting us in other people's paths God so that they can get their things done as well and so God we exalt you we magnify you we thank you for being our provider yes, and our Lord. way maker we thank yes, you for Lord. being the one who loves us and thank we you, thank Lord. you God that you are the great I am you are the king of kings and you are the Lord of Lords and God there is no one nothing and nobody like you so we join the angels tonight and just cry out holy 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 is our God and our Father the Lord, we love you, we honor you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So you got to your, your notes app, your your journal, your pretty pen, whatever you need, make sure you got it. Um, and so I think the first step in goal setting is to actually write down what the goal is. Write it like down. what's your goal for 2023? What what is one thing that you want to accomplish in 2023? What do you want to see happen in 2023? And y'all can put it in the uh put it in the back channel too, in the chat too. Like what what's one of your goals? So Takesha, I'm gonna start with you. What what's your goal for what's one of your goals for 2023? Absolutely. So when I think about my goals um for 2023, um I think it's more of an internal goal um to not be intimidated. Um, by hard things. 
That is one of my goals for 2023 is to not be intimidated by hard things. And what that looks like for me is, is that when I'm faced with something that seems outside of my wheelhouse, because I am the type of person, the way that God created my mind is that um, this is going to sound, it's an exaggeration, but I'm just using it, that I could probably study for the bar tonight and pass it. Right. And I, or I, I can probably, probably have a conversation with a lawyer tonight and enter a room full of attorneys and act like I've been through law, 30 years of law school. Right. It's just the way that my brain absorbs information. But that also means is that even when I am very confident in a subject area and know that I can just kill this or whatever it is that I need to do, I get intimidated because I never want anybody to say, well, who does she think she is? Right. Mm-hmm. And so what that often leads to is me shrinking back when God is saying that that's 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 not why I put you in this room. Right. And I don't ever want anybody to think that I'm a know it all. So my one of my goals for 2023 is to be confident uh, with with the mind that God has given me and to execute on the level that he has called me to execute on. That's good. Ooh. OK. I like that. Goal. How about you? What's one of your goals? So one of my goals for 2023 is to actually, um, well, I won't say actually, one of my goals for 2023 is to become an, a Christian influencer. And I, cause I know what I have to do. It's just a matter of doing it. It's, it's like, for me, it's not a hard thing. It's just, I just need to do it. Uh, I just need to uh, prioritize my time and do the things and put pl- things in place. and. Ironically, I'm dreading that process because I'm just like, I don't. Well, here we are, dear Christian black girl. Here we are. Dr. Nicole Nicole put in the comments that professionally she wants to become competent in the OR and start her PhD program. Well, Dr. Nicole, spiritually, she says to refocus her intentions on seeking God before going to my to-do list, that busyness of life create. Okay, so can we just take a a pause in the break, Christian black girl? Yes. Let's just take a side caveat, okay, and Jerry, Let's reel just me say back. Lie. In. We need just, to stay live. Reel moment. me back in. Do not let me go off on the deep end, right? So, Doctor okay. Nicole and everybody else in the room. Literally, I think it was yesterday morning that I started doing something else, right? I got up with the intent of focusing on the Lord, reading my scriptures, praying, all those things. And then I started doing something else. And I just realized like, Lord, I don't want anything to be more important than when I say my time is for you. I don't care if it's making up my bed, folding the towels, you know what I mean? Like, oh, let me get this email off before I, you know, I'm going to start at five, but I got up at 440. So let me get some things done. But Mm -hmm. to focus, like uh, Dr. Nicole said, my intentions on seeking God before going to that to-do list. And so when we when we talk about goals, okay, see, I'm circling back around. I'm coming back around. When we think (laughs) about goals, right, and we write them down, right, that's what Jerry said. Write the goal down. So when we write that goal down, right, that's our point number one. So whether you're taking notes in here, I need to screenshot it, or if you have your notebook out, number one, Jerry said, was to write the goal. Now that you have that goal written down, what does that look like, right? What does it look like when that goal is in in play? And so what we have to think about when we write this goal down 
is not the end of the thing, but the process of the thing. Because mm -hmm. the reason why we write the goal down and it just stays written down on paper is because we looked at the end of the goal and not the process of the goal. Yes, Dr. Ooh. Nicole, smart goals. And when we look at what is it going to take for me to get to intentionally seeking God, right? I'm sure as a Christian black girl, that is all of our goal, right? Yeah, we can probably yeah. all unanimously write that down. Even if you are committed, right, in your time with the Lord, we can all say, you know what, God, there are times in the day, the week, the month or whatever, where my focus becomes hyper-focused on other things outside of you. And I want to shift that. But what does that look like? What does that look like? And when we begin to map out what that looks like, these are the small practical steps that take us from goal to done. So if our goal is to intentionally seek God before going to our to-do list, we can say, you know what? I know that in the mornings I like to have worship music, but if I get my phone in my hand, I'm a check TikTok, right? I'm a, I'll probably even without thinking about it, right? How many people hands automatically go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever your social of choices? You didn't even pick up your phone for that. Like you picked up the phone to to confirm your doctor's appointment, and you're right. scrolling on TikTok, and it's like, oh gosh, I didn't even pick up my phone for that. Right. And so intentionally seeking God and intentionally spending time with God in the mornings, let's say, could look like, you know what, I'm going to get a different device. I am going to go and get a separate device to play worship music on. And not download the apps on that device either. And not download the apps on that device. Right. I like to use my phone. I used to have a burner phone, right? That I would be able to look up definitions and all these things. And I don't got my burner phone no more, right? And um, so I, I, having a second device could be that practical first step into helping us intentionally seek the Lord without going for that to-do list. And then another part of, you know, the 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 uh, practical part of reaching our goals is uh, still with with writing the goals down when we're looking at how to get this done is, OK, Lord, this is my intent. Show me how to do it, because the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will teach us everything we need to know. And sometimes when we go into a goal and even writing it down, we go in with our own agenda. The Bible says to 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 commit your plans to the Lord and he will establish them. So, Father, this is the goal. I want to spend more time with you. How do I do that? Teach me how to do that. Show me the pockets of my day. Show me what time you want me to get up. And that practical step will help us to go from just having it written on paper to actually walking that process out. Mm hmm. And I think sometimes where we get stuck, because when, when we think about setting goals, a lot of times we just go practical, right? We don't really go spiritual all the time. Sometimes it just be, you know, we go practical with it. And so sometimes we don't invite God into that process. But here's the thing. Um, Proverbs, let me pull it up. Proverbs. 16.3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Yep. yep. 
That's the word. He will establish the plan. And so in order for him to establish a plan, we got to include him in the process. We have to include him in our goal setting. We have to include him and say, hey, God, this is what I think. This is what I feel. What do you say about this? Because if we leave God out of it, then it's just going to be a disaster. Let's just let's just be real. It will. And can I say well. this? Yes. To your point of established, here's the definition for established. Because Jira and I are both word sisters. And I think that sometimes when we give a definition of a word, it can kind of solidify like, oh, that's what that means, right? Because we can read the scripture and say, God will establish, right? He'll establish it. Okay, what does that mean? And mm -hmm. establish, one of the definitions, and it's a verb. That means action, right? God told me that, showed me that the other day, that even his name is a verb. It is action all around. But we'll, oh. we'll talk about that another day. But okay. establish okay. is a verb, and it means to set up an organization, a system, or set of rules on a firm or permanent basis, right? Mm. On a firm or permanent basis. What I love about that definition of established, even if it's firm, right? It means that it's a sure thing. It's going to be established by God, which means that it's firm. But what I love about God is even in his firmness with us as we are growing from glory to glory, right? And we are changing and growing and, you know, exceeding our goals by leaps and bounds, even though it's firm, it's going to be flexible enough to change as we grow. And so some of the similar words for the word establish is to form, to found, to put in place, to initiate, to begin, to create to organize, to build, to construct, to plant. These are all things that God says, give me your goal, daughter. Give me your plan, daughter. And this is what I'm gonna do for you. I'm gonna begin it. I'm gonna create it. I'm gonna form it. I'm gonna found it. I'm gonna institute it for you. And I'm gonna show you how to do this thing. You write it down, you bring it to me and I'll do the rest, but you gotta partner with me. Because if we just write it down and not give it to the Lord, the opposite of being established is to demolish or disband. And mm. any of us that have been in uh, Coach Cassandra's room, she always talks about a wise wife is one who builds up her house or a wise woman is one who builds up her house and a foolish one who is one that tears it down with her own hands. And so when we write down a goal, but we don't commit it back to the Lord so that he can establish it, it's likened unto us tearing that goal down with our own hands. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. Say that again. Yeah. So write it down. Mm. And one of the scriptures that we love, right, comes from, um, I know, I'm, how, how do you pronounce it? Is it Habakkuk, Habakkuk? I, I thought, it, I think it's Habakkuk. Right. So Maybe. it comes out of uh, Habakkuk 2, right? 2 to um, 3. And it says um, in the message version, and God, and then God answered, write this, write what you see. What do you see? What do you see when you're thinking about your goals? What do you see? And it goes on to say, write it out in big block letters. Don't write it out in your worst handwriting, sis. When you are writing your goals, 
write them as if you know that this thing is getting ready to happen. Write it down with the certainty and the surety that God himself says, I'm going to back you up on that. I'm, I'm the one who's going to establish it. I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm not going to rap. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I am the one who's going to teach you how to do this. So I need you to write this in your best handwriting. Write it out. And I know that typewriters didn't exist in the in the biblical times when this was being written, but it is still true. Write it out. Write it in your own hands. Scientifically, it has been proven that when you write something out when you, with your own hands, you are more than likely to accomplish it and you are more likely to remember it. Write it out. It says write it out in big black letters. Why? So that it can be read on the run. Ooh. We are running towards that expected end we talked about in Jeremiah 29 and 11. You have to write it out in a way that when you go back, right? This is September, what's today? The 21st? The 21st? Right? Yeah. So when you look 21st. back a month from now and you look back at this goal and you're like, okay, this is where I started. Lord, thank you. You've established me. I am firm here. We're a month in. Where do you want me to go from here? But you are doing this while you are running and moving forward and making progress. What Jerry, you said, right? The effort is in the direction. We are moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important to write it down. That's the importance of it. I turn it over to you. And can can we just be honest? Um, the reason a lot of business owners fail is because they don't write their goals out. They don't they don't have they don't have clear goals. And so, for anybody that's in business or thinking about business or that type of thing, the first step is writing it out. Like like, what's your goal? Why do you want to start this business? Why why is why do you say that this is the business for you? Like, what is what is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? Because if you don't know what you're trying to accomplish, there is no direction. You don't know which way to go. You don't know what to do. You don't know who to call. And so that's that's why we want us to write these goals out on today is so that we can get some clear direction on where we're going. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was point number one. Write it down. Write it down. And, and I think we can probably go into the second part where mm -hmm. you talked about the why, right? Now mm -hmm. that you have your goal written out, why? Why is this goal important to you? What is the end goal? What are you hoping to accomplish with this goal? Is it for them? Is it for the Lord? Is it for you? What is the end goal? One of the things that I used to absolutely love doing, um, I think more, I think I still do it now. It was a tool or a process that I learned like in elementary school when we were writing papers and things like that on how to develop your paragraphs. And it would, it was called like a spider. I don't, I may be dating myself, but, or aging myself, but you would basically take like your point and you would put it in a circle. Like you would drop, write your point in the middle circle it and you would put legs off of it right and you would give points to this 
topic, right? Whatever your, your topic sentence was, you would give points to support it and then you would develop sentences from that. When you are thinking about your goal, write your goal down and put that goal in the center. And then off the little legs, the spider legs, why? Why is this important? Get that thing down to the cellular level so you can see, is this a goal that I really want? Or is it a goal that I need aesthetically? Am I trying to be aesthetically pleasing to the public, to my platform? Or is this goal really a goal that's going to change not only my life, but my family's life and the lives of others who come in contact with me? And now don't get me wrong. We may have some very, I don't want to call it a vain goal, but we may have some very personal goals, right? That don't really affect anybody else. Like my goal is to grow my edges and my eyebrows because your girl waxed too much back in the 90s. I'm just saying <laughs> I mean, and my, my edges are flourishing, right? My eyebrows, we still struggling, but I got a good brow pencil. But the thing about it is, is that you may have some goals that are just strictly personal and that's okay. That is absolutely okay. But when we, even, even with those goals that may be personal, right, Tiffany, even with those goals that may be more personal, why, why? Oh, do I, do I want to lose weight so I can get more Facebook followers or Instagram followers? Am I trying to do this so I can model for Shein? I don't know. What, what is, what, map that thing out until you get to the cellular level. And what that is going to help you to understand is that, is this something I should really be pursuing? Is it really worth my time? Or is it to be aesthetically pleasing to somebody else? for whatever reason. And so after we write down the goal, number two is write, write, map out the why. Map out the why. Like really identify your motive. Oh, that's good. Identify your motive. Identify your motive. That is so good. That is so good. And that may take some time, right? Give yourself the opportunity to sit with the goal. And this is not anything that you have to do all in one sitting. Write down your goals and you will realize that you will probably go back and you will keep adding goals. But here's the beautiful thing about writing down goals. Just because you write down a goal doesn't mean that it has to be accomplished in this season. And that is why we partner with Holy Spirit. That's why we bring it back to the Lord and say, Lord, here's my plan. And the Lord will begin to show us what's important now even if it's to grow your edges back, okay? The Lord will show you what's important now. He will show you what's important now. And no, so- this reminds me of, mm -hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, I'm sorry. You good? No, it reminds me of how, like, sometimes you'll text me about something that you wrote in your journal, like, or in your notes app, like, three years ago. You're like, <laughs> and I'm doing it now. And I'm like, yeah, you, you know? The Holy Spirit wants you to do it now. He wants you. He just wants you to write it down back then. Because some some stuff that you write down, you won't accomplish for five years, yeah. and it's okay. It's okay. It's can okay. we can we put that out there? It's okay. It that part that you may not accomplish a goal for five years. It's okay. Don't let anybody fool you into thinking that it's not. It's not okay if you just lazy and not doing anything. But there's a certain time for everything. The Bible tells us there's a there's a time for everything. There is a time for everything. And so 
to our second point is map out your why. Map out your why. Your next point, Jerry? Um, the next point. So first we got write your goal down. Then we got identify your motive or map out your why. Mm -hmm. um, then after you map out your why, invite God to the process. Submit it to the Lord. That's because funny. we can have goals all day long. But as I stated before, Proverbs tells us that God is the one that establishes the plan. So submit it to the Lord. Um, because just because it's a goal in your mind doesn't mean that it's part of God's will. And so we got to make sure that those two things line up. And so you, you can pray, hey, God, I want to do such and such and such and such and such. What's he, is this part of your plan? If so, what are my next steps? Because remember, we're not going off on our own. We're not going off on the res reservation on our own. We are doing this with the Lord. Like we are partnering with Holy Spirit with our goals, for our goals. So that's point number three, partner with the Holy Spirit. Partner with the Holy Spirit. And what I love about that is that it can bring us right into point number four. And that is to identify practical steps that you can take right now. Mm -hmm. Identify practical steps that we can take right now. I was sharing with Jerry, um, I'm reading in this book about uh, spiritual warfare for women. Um, the one of the, it's two authors and one of the authors was saying, given an example of uh, practical, do, doing something practical to get a supernatural um, outcome. And she began to share the story of Queen Esther and how um, when the uh, decree was released that, you know, to, for the annihilation of the Jews, that Queen Esther had to do something very practical to get a supernatural response. In her own right, she had no clue what to do, right? We, we saw it in her response, like, what you want me to do? Literally, right? And so um, she had to take a very practical approach, right? She had to do what she could do with what she had, right? Use what you got to get what you want. And what she did have was the practicality to number one, fast, and number one, uh, number two, pray, and number three, bring the people with her. In the sense, like bring them into this time of fasting and prayer so that they could hear from the Lord. And so after you write your goals down and you map out your why and identify your motives and we invite God into this, right? That goes back to Proverbs 16 and 13, 16 and three. Now we want to take practical steps to move in the direction. Moving in the direction of the goal does not mean that you're going ahead of God. It's showing up and saying like, I really want this and I'm going to do this. And even if God says, okay, I see you, but this is not the season for you to uh, purchase um, a, 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 um, a rental property, not yet. Even though you started saving for it, even though you started, you know, looking at listing your, you know, your town or the town you wanted to buy this property in, even though God may say not yet, it doesn't mean that the moves that you made were in vain, right? So begin exactly. to think about practical steps that you can do. Practical steps. Hey, I, I want to. Uh, I want to get more active. 
don't wait for the Lord to bless you with a new pair of sneakers. You could start if you work from home or you, you sit down at a desk all day. You can start by getting active by standing up from your desk once every hour and stretching your hands, looking away from your computer screen, stretching your back by taking stretch breaks. You can get a practical step would be going for a short walk on your lunch break, right? A practical step we could be parking a little bit further away from your car when you uh, go to uh, Target. It doesn't mean that you have to go out and rock climb. You may not be ready for that, but your practical steps will lead up to exactly what it is you want. So our fourth point tonight is to, to, to outline some practical steps that you can take right now. Don't, don't, don't discriminate against the power of practicality. Because like we saw with Queen Esther, her practical steps of fasting, prayer, and getting her community involved produced a supernatural outcome that the, only the hand of God could have, could have established. And speaking of getting her community involved, that brings me, I don't know if this is a sub point or if it's a point by itself, but accountability. Yes, that's a whole other point by itself. That's number five. Okay, that's number five. Account. By the way, y'all, we don't. We have not shared our notes with each other, so we're just nope. going back and forth. So here we are. Um, number five. Account. Like you need people to hold you accountable, so that you can actually reach your goals. Absolutely. I must. I feel like I need to say that again. I mean, double you it up. I mean, let's double it up. You need people that will hold you accountable so that you can actually reach your goals. Uh, with me and Takesha, I, I tell Takesha she is my second brain because there's a <laughs> lot of stuff in my brain and your girl does not remember everything. But Takesha will come back and remind me, hey, did you do this? Did you call this person? Did you follow up? Did you such and such and such? And so. And vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And find people that would. Y'all, listen. I know we love our friends that just tell us that we're right all the time. But yeah. we don't. In, in this in this season, uh, with this goal setting, we don't need those type of friends. Down seven. No. We don't need those type of friends. Uh, we need the type of people around us that are going to keep us accountable and be like, girl, that you, that wasn't it. You, like, you missed your deadline. What happened? Like, you, you good? Is it emergency? What's happening? Okay. Oh, you was you were in your head. Okay. So let's get out of your head and get this stuff done. Um, you need people that are going to keep you accountable. Right, Tiffany. And Tiffany said the right ones at that. Pray for those people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, ask God to send you some people that are going that are going to run with the vision with you. Yes. Ask God to send you some people that are going to keep you accountable to what he has told you to do. What you know that he has told you to do. Ask him to send you some people that are not going to let you get away with murder just because they love you. Yes. And can I add this? Yeah. Your accountability partner may not be a co-laborer. And what that means is this. They could just be the one in position to help you to see, good girl, you doing it. Somebody that you can bounce things off. They're like, or like Jerry said, they'll check in with you. Hey, girl, I know that you said you started walking two miles a day. How did that go today? 
You know what I mean? And you're like, girl, I'm just sitting on this couch and your accountability partner is going to be like, and how closer to your goal is that getting you? I'll call you back in 30 minutes when your two miles is done. Bye. It's not necessarily the one who's going to walk the two miles with you. Right? They may be very different people. They, your, your accountability partner may not be a co-laborer, but your accountability partner will not be a yes woman or a yes man. They will not. And just for a sake of wisdom, married women in this group, your accountability partner should not be another man. It should absolutely Bad. not be. Because accountability Bad. requires intimacy. It requires that you would share intimate things with your accountability partners, like maybe uh, fears that may come up, uh, hurdles that may come up, you know, wanting to quit, wanting to keep going. You are going to share intimate things with your accountability partner. And if it's not your husband, it should not be another man. That's just a side caveat. Just that. And that's wisdom. Yeah. Um. And so, and your accountability partner, they may not always be the closest people to you. God may not send your best friend to be your accountability partner because sometimes some of them are too close to the situation, right? Some yep. of them, uh, some people, you know, in your life are not going to keep you accountable because they're too close to you. And so sometimes God will send perfect strangers to be your accountability partner. Sometimes God will send people who you least expect to keep you accountable in this season. It is okay. It's okay if your friend is not the one to keep you accountable. Yes. It's okay if it's just a regular, uh, a regular person who may be in your your church small group that you don't you don't you you don't really know her like that but in this season God might be using her for this purpose it's okay yeah so let's go through the five points again point number 1 was write the goal down like we can't set goals without it being written down like physically get you some pen and paper and write it down write down your goal uh point number 2 um identify your why like why are you doing this what is this for that's right to keep those point number two yep map out your why and identify yeah. your motives yep yeah identify your motive motive and map out your why Point number three, I don't remember what it was. Tekisha, help me. Yep, invite God into your process. Yeah, invite God to the Lord. Yes, invite God into your goal setting process because if you don't invite the Lord into this process, it's going to be a whole hot dumpster fire of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and we just don't, we don't need it, okay? We don't we need do. that. <laughs> you know, because a, a dumpster fire by itself is gross, but a hot dumpster fire, that's just, it it's too much. It's too much. It stinks. Um, number four. Practical okay. steps. Write down yes. practical steps that you can take right now. Like, y'all, I know we Christians, and I know we can get deep sometimes, but sometimes it's just the simple stuff that's going to get us through, okay? We don't always have to be so deep and entrenched. Some some stuff is just going to come from doing practical stuff. I just, I just feel like I need to say that, okay? Um, you're great. You're lovely. But j just keep it practical. Like, 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 if your goal is to is to uh, read the Bible more. A practical step is get in a quiet place. 
and get and get a devotional. Yes. Right. Get a devotional. That that. Get a devotional. And then number five is find you some accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Find you some people that are going to keep you accountable, that are going to tell you about yourself when you need it, that are going to pray for you when you need it, that are going to encourage. Find you some people that know what you need and will give you what you need when you need it. That's it. So those, those are the five steps to goal setting. Uh, now we're going to open up for Q&A. Y'all can ask us anything about goal setting on tonight. Um, if you want to come to the stage, raise your hand and we will bring you up. Absolutely. And while, and while we are um, waiting for any hands uh, to be raised tonight, I would like to also indicate that um, I love the process of working uh, with people to help them set goals. Uh, one of my um, professions or what I did by profession was helping um, employer employees develop and grow and get next step um, tools and resources so that they can accomplish the goals that they had um, on a professional level. And so if you are looking for someone to assist you with walking through these goals, you know, mapping these things out, please click the link in my bio, visit me on my website at takeshamorris.com and set up a consultation with me. I would love to have a conversation with you um, to help you uh, with this next steps because as we started this broadcast off, happy new year. We want you to be proactive this year because when you walk into January 1st, some of your goals will already be well, well, well kicked off and started. And you'll be, when January 1st come in, you may be adding a new goal. You may be unfolding a new goal, but some things will already be started simply because we had this conversation tonight. Yes. And I don't see any hands. Do you, Jerry? I don't see any hands at the moment. But I can tell y'all from experience that Takesha is very good at helping you set goals. Uh, and I know I've said this before, but Takesha is the reason why I have a coaching program. <laughs> we were in Panera writing out my coaching program. So, yeah, seriously, Takesha can help you with the goal setting process. Um but no, I don't see any hands. If you want to come up, if you if you want to come and tell us about your goals, if you want to ask us about anything that has to do with goal setting, uh, raise your hand and we'll bring you to the stage. But this was a good conversation tonight, y'all. I'm so it happy. And we happy. thank you all so much for being back with us um, as we came together again for the first time since July, right? Um, or August. No, we're July. back together we're since the end July. of July. The end, the of, end July. of July is when you left me. I was yeah, so distraught. Stop it. We got a question. I was so distraught. Nicole, uh, we says, do have a question. Do you have any advice on setting too many goals at once or prioritizing goals? Absolutely. <clears throat> so when you are writing, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Dr. Nicole, um, you're fine. Um, Dr. Nicole, when you are writing down your goals, goal for broke. I don't think that you could ever have too many goals. 
the key is realizing that you won't accomplish them all at the same time. Remember, the Bible tells us that to everything, there is a season. And so write, go crazy, write down every goal, whether it's to build a new house, whether it is to get a new color on your nails, whether it is to evangelize, you know, in your community, if it is to, you know, um, become a philanthropist or in your case, uh, to, to become more proficient in the or and to work on your PhD. Whatever your goals are, write them all down. You can even categorize them, right? Are these specifically for me? Are these, you know, um, in the place of like soul winning or ministry? Is this in business? Is this my family? Is this my friendships? Is this, you know, whatever that looks like. You can even categorize them if you like, but write them all down. And then the step that Jerry gave us, a step number three, inviting the Lord in, that's how you're going to prioritize the goals because the Lord is going to begin to establish you, right? He's going to be begin to make some things firm. And so as you have your goals down, the Lord is going to be like, okay, Nicole, this is the year. 2023 is the year that you begin to work on your PhD. So now it goes from your full goal list to your short goal list. Right. So it goes from this full list of your 1000 goals to your short goal list for 2023. That may be five goals. Right. And so once the Lord begins to show you where he wants you, you move that goal to the short list and prioritizing those goals could be a matter of time that it's going to take. Right. Your Ph.D. is going to take much longer than it does to pick a new color for your house right? We want to paint the house. So does painting the house, do you have the money right away or is that going to require you to save? So prioritize the goals in the manner of how long it's going to take so that you know what to work on. You know that if you want to paint your house by spring of 2023 and you have to save, your savings should start now. It should not start in spring of 2023 when you want the house to be built. So, or to be painted, that's how you prioritize it by looking at how long is this going to take? What is needed? Is financial needed? Is partnering with other people needed? Like what is going to be required and necessary to bring this goal to pass and begin to map those things out so that you can connect with the right people or the right resources to get it done. That's good. And you, I think you can even categorize your goals. And I think this goes back to what Takesha was saying too, short-term goals and long-term goals. We know yeah. long-term yeah. goals are going to take a lot longer to accomplish. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't write it down. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't work towards it. It just means that you have to identify that it's going to take you longer to accomplish it and it's okay. Yeah. And where and is, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I like that. Like you can do like, is this going to be, you know, less than one month to accomplish, you know, 30 to 90 days to accomplish, right? You know, six months to accomplish. You can write it down in that way as well so that you have those timestamps of how long it Ooh. may take to accomplish a particular goal. And I'll give an example. So everybody knows that I'm a graphic designer. Um, yep. But this year, the Lord kind of elevated my brand to be more brand designer than just general graphic design. And so with brand design, I offer packages that offer an array of things. So my packages, they offer logos, social media templates, websites and some other stuff all in one package and so the way that i do my packages i don't start on the website first because that's going to take me the longest 
I start with the logo first because I can do a logo in two days. Whereas a website is going to take me probably like six weeks, depending on what the client needs. And so I prioritize even that um, with, uh, I prioritize that by how long it's going to take me to do. And so you can take that same concept with um, your goal setting. What, what, uh, what can you do now? Like what goal can you accomplish now? Start there. Ask God if, if this is where he wants you to start and start there. And I'm sure even with that example you gave, Jerry, like knowing that a website could take you six weeks, I'm sure you have checkpoints within that six weeks that you want to hit so that at the end of those six weeks, that website is done. So you know what I mean? So having touch points within the goal, knowing that it's going to take six weeks. All right. This is point one where I'm going to start. This is what I have to do first, second, third, fourth. These are my points that I want to get through. And even when we talked about the definition of established, right, because that's what the Lord said he'll do with the plans we give him, he'll establish it. It says that he would make it firm. But the thing about something being firm is that firm, you can be also flexible, firm and flexible. Mm -hmm. Right. You can be firm and flexible because there may be some things that require a shift. Right. There may be some things that require a different approach. So even though you're firm that you're going to meet this goal, be flexible with how you achieve that goal, because those things can change. Right. And then when with partnering with the Holy Spirit, we know Holy Spirit moves how he wants to move when he wants to move and that does not always look like our timeline we have to we have to learn how to be okay with that because at the end of the day your timeline is great sis but the holy spirit's timeline is even better it's even better and that, that is like with esther i'm sure she had no idea that a practical dinner right that a practical banquet would be the catalyst of the Jews being saved. A practical dinner. Why? Because that's what the Holy Spirit told her to do. So she was firm in her approach, but she was flexible in the way that it was going, the outcome was going to come. So be firm, but flexible. Firm, but flexible. All right, does anybody else, last, last time for questions. Last call for questions. Anybody else have any questions? You want to come up and say something uh, to me and to Keisha? This is the time to do it. Um, if not, you know, we love y'all. We thank y'all for rocking you. with us with our crazy idea that we came up with while I was in my mama's kitchen. Um, and here we are, you know. Dear Christian Black Girl. Dear Christian Black Girl. Um yeah, so seriously, y'all are really the MVPs. We love y'all. Mm -hmm. um, because y'all could have been like, yeah, no, I'm good. That's not what I want. Um, but y'all was like, no, we going to show up. we go going to pull up. So we thank y'all for pulling up every week, even when we went to every other week while Takesha was out. Um, y'all still held it down. So we thank y'all for real. Um, and if there's not any questions, just remember, Write your goals down. Start there.
writing down. And if you need to check the comments, Tiffany put it on there. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for your question, Dr. Nicole. And join us next week for another great conversation um, titled Dear Christian Black Girl. We'll have a new topic. And if you'd like to be a part of the conversation or you have a topic that you want us to discuss, go ahead and email us. Uh, Can you tell us the email again, Jerry? Is it dearchristianblackgirl at gmail.com? It is Dear Christian Black Girl at gmail.com. Look at me. Dear Christian Black Girl at gmail.com. If you have an area of expertise that you'd like to share on a conversation, email us what that expertise is. And if you have any t- topics or questions or anything like that you want us to address, email us and we would be more than happy to have that discussion here. And so we thank you all for rocking with us tonight. We pray that the Lord keeps you, that he causes his face to shine upon you, and that as you give him your goals, that you recognize and remember that he is the one that is going to establish them for his glory. And we love y'all. And we pray that y'all have an amazing night. Love you guys so Bye. much. So we will see y'all here next Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't do that announcement that the day had officially changed. Sorry, oh, y'all. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We totally forgot about that. So, yeah. So our days for Dear Christian Black Girl has changed to Wednesdays because my coaching program meets on Mondays. So I can't, I couldn't do Mondays anymore. But we will be here every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Dear Christian Black Girl. Uh, for those of y'all don't, that don't know, Dear Christian Black Girl is basically a weekly conversation where we talk about what it means, different topics on what it means to be Christian and Black in this space. Uh, we will literally talk about anything from business to, like, we did goal setting today to relationships, just, just anything, child. Uh, we just have conversation uh, that we can relate to. So if you haven't already, make sure you click the green um, house at the top so that you can join our club and get notified. Uh, when we're live, when we have stuff going on. Um, God is doing some stuff with Dear Christian Black Girl that we're going to roll out later this year. So make sure you stay connected. Um, any more church announcements, Takesha? That was it. That was it. All right, y'all. Oh, um, for those uh, in the room that may be dealing with infertility, miscarriage, or infant loss, uh, I am hosting my annual conference, The Journey to Motherhood Experience, November 4th and 5th here in the Atlanta area. So if you deal with um, infertility, miscarriage, and infant loss, and you want to be surrounded by people that understand what you're going through, that actually get what the struggle is like, then meet me in Atlanta November 4th and 5th because it's going down. Uh, make sure you wear some comfortable clothes. I mean, be cute, but don't be all dolled up because you're going to cry it off. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're going to cry your lashes off. You're going to cry the makeup off. I don't even know if I'm wearing makeup. I don't know. Um, but listen, it's going to be a whole thing. We're going to have Kleenex on deck because I know we're going to need it. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, my dog. I don't know what she's doing. But yeah, so if if that's your issue, if you're dealing with those issues, meet me in Atlanta November 4th and 5th. All right, y'all, that's all that we got for tonight. We love y'all so much, and we thank y'all uh, for coming in the room on tonight, and we will see y'all next week. That's God a wrap. And we are, God bless y'all. We are closing the room in five, four, three, two, one. Bye.